what is this song called? <laughs> it's called Shanti. Shanti Ashtangi, but I always mess this up. And I, sometimes I'm like, it's a Shanti. Is it Shanti Ashtangi? Yes. Shanti backslash Ashtangi. Okay. It's my turn to say the name. Because <laughs> I've been doing it. No, because I, I think did the so. Look. I think so. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it is your turn. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. All right. All right. We're going we're gonna to do it legit, though. Ready? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About... Oh, Shanti. <laughs> Album nine, track eight. Shanti Ashtangi. <laughs> Ashtangi. Ashta- Shanti Ashtangi. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. This song, written with William Orbit, yeah. is the real deal. And the ancients. And the ancients. Everybody's... <laughs> the whole world has been waiting, has culminated to this moment. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like, again, the height of the spiritual um, act of this album, right? Yeah. This is sort of the exit of this part. And she consciously chose these lyrics and, and put them into this beat because she's like, this is a central part of her yoga practice, is mm-hmm. this chanting. Yes. And that the... Whether you understand the words or not, it's something about the sound of the words that should bring you comfort and and, um, and focus and peace and focus. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so she wants to share that with us. Actually, it's a prayer that I do every morning before I do yoga. It's you know before you do Ashtanga yoga, you chant, you say a prayer, and that phrase Abhu Puru Shakaram, which is also in to have and not to hold, is um, means sort of like. Achieving true bliss through pure consciousness, and it's it's a Hindu prayer. It's 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 a Hindu prayer. It's Sanskrit. Yeah, and um and I know that she had a lot of trouble with the pronunciation, and she had to go back and re-record it. Uh, when she kind of she she went to a teacher to learn the actual the proper pronunciation in the context of how she was singing it in the song, because uh-huh. I think she knew how to pronounce it, but singing it she didn't. She kind of lost her way, and then she kind of came back. 
It's a pretty beautiful. I mean, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I do too. And and I love the music for it. And I yeah. love it. It it keeps us. It kind of gets us to where we need to get emotionally and sonically. Oh, yeah. With Frozen from Sky Fits Heaven. Yeah. And this is something kind of like with. Um, Dear Jesse or one of those other ones that's linked to another song, you need it to get to the next place, even if it may not make all the, all the whole musical sense. Yeah, and yet it does make all the sense. It builds on all the instruments that we've been hearing. It adds to it. It brings us more into the world sound of the album, mm -hmm. right? It really goes deep into that. And it connects it to something bigger. Like It connects it to like... These, these words and this sound that's, you know, a thousand years old. I mean... Well, and, and this goes to something that, you know, I've been thinking about since we talked about Madonna rising. And even before that, in, when we were talking about the Take a Bow video where she was in that ancient, those ancient churches and houses, she really, Madonna's really drawn to ancient, old, timeless things. And um, and artifacts and and yeah. statues and prayer books and yeah. and art you know trinkets and valuables and and I remember there's a shot when they're in that apartment in the Madonna Rising documentary and they show the 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 old photo of Jesus and the apostles at the Last Supper and she was like really into that and the velvet she mentions the velvet paintings and things yeah. and I you know I and it's this thing. As Madonna continues to grapple with aging and 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 getting older, she does does want to be timeless. I mean, I think that there's there's like an uh, a kind of yearning to to rise out of the the present circumstances always, and this is another way she's trying to do that. And yeah. I think that's why she's so um, interested and in, it's been such a lifelong, cause it is, it's a lifelong process for her of, of exploring religion and faith and these big, huge, um, world religions that yes. she, she, she learns and masters and really, really studies. Studies. Yeah. I mean, I think in this, in this time period, she's studying Buddhism. She's practicing yoga. She's beginning to explore the Kabbalah um, which and we'll reading talk, the Torah and reading yeah. the Torah, yeah, sort of, and exploring all religions to find commonalities or things that resonate with her, to create her own version of, you know, to find her own faith or yeah. to figure out what faith means to her. Yeah, um, I think that the yoga is an interesting. This is a really interesting time for her with yoga because she really goes deep into it. I mean on the Rosie O'Donnell show where she goes to visit um, for her Ray of Light promo. she After Oprah Winfrey. After Oprah, of course. I mean, not of course, but of course. Yeah. Um, because Rosie's going to take it. Rosie's going to take whatever Madonna gives her. I mean, by the way. Just like her audience is going to take whatever crappy Game Boy or... Ro or Mo. <laughs> Let's talk about the... the Madonna Rosie performance or uh, appearance. This is very different than the first time she's on her show. Yeah. They play games. There's yes. like Madonna performs Frozen. Yes. And with an orchestra. Oh, yeah. That's right. The strings show up. Susie Kakiyama's making the money. <laughs> she's there. She is. She's looking great. She tells Rosie she's no longer working out because Rosie started to work out now and she's very proud of this. And Madonna's like, oh yeah, I heard you talking about that in your opening. And she's like, yeah, 27 minutes. Um, and um, Madonna's like, well, I'm only doing yoga now. And then she gets Rosie up and they do some yoga. They do down dogs. Okay, first uh -huh. we have to do ujjayi breathing. 
Okay? Alright. Ujjayi breathing, and that's like... Okay. Now I'm inspired. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> what are we doing first? Ujjayi breathing. Okay. Okay, so you breathe through your nose. Don't open your mouth. Alright. Okay. And you, um, and you basically, you, you narrow the passageway in your windpipe, okay? That's yeah. a narrowing of the passageway right okay. there. Okay. Anyway, um, okay, so it sounds like this. Now, don't be frightened, because it does sound like you're, um, you've got a really bad cold or something. All right, okay. go ahead. Ready? <clears throat> yeah. That sounds like Satan making cappuccino. What is that? Just relax everything. Put your hands in. Well, I was trying to do the windpipe thing. Ready? Okay, concentrate. <laughs> no, wait. Close your mouth and just your nose? Just through your All nose, right, just... okay? Narrow your windpipe. Okay, narrow. Not your mind. <laughs> Maybe you should blow your nose first. <laughs> Um, but then my also favorite moment of this part with Rosie Drug Yoga <laughs> is the moment where Madonna, she's like, they're about to do sun salutations and Madonna literally pushes Rosie out of the frame. She's like, she's like, move over. And she pushes her and then they widen the frame so that you can see them and then she does all this like downward dog and all this stuff and, and Rosie is a, uh, plays along. Um, but Madonna does all that in heels. So, you know, good for her. Oh, Madonna. Um, Always the gold star Madonna. Speaking of which, I have a really funny story. My friend Ileana once told told me years ago about um, Madonna going, Madonna used to go to like yoga classes in the city. Like she didn't like have it. She probably had it in her apartment too, but like she'd go if she was in New York and she went down, she studied Ashtanga yoga. That yes. was her big thing. It was much more vigorous and, you know, really active. And there's a studio down on Lafayette and like East fourth street called um, Jivamukti. Yeah. Which famous studio. And Madonna would go there um, to take class. And that uh, Ileana was very into yoga at the time and she was going as well. Um, and that she was saying one day she was in class and they were chanting and there was this one voice that was really loud and really committed. And like, you know, it's not really like cool practice to like turn around to see who it is. But finally, Ileana couldn't take it any longer. She turned around and there's fucking Madonna chanting her heart out. In the back row. Yeah, yeah. Not making a scene, but... No. But making <laughs> making sure everybody knew she was there. Well, and 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 you know, I struggle because because I take yoga and I really or I do yoga, practice yoga and I really struggled during with the um, lack of people during the pandemic because yeah. it's so much about it for me is the the collective breath and the collective energy of people in the room doing it together. And I'm sure that's kind of what Madonna yeah. also got out of oh, it. Oh, totally. And remember? that nobody really pays attention beyond what's happening on their mat. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we used to take yoga classes together? Yes. We should do that we again. We should do that again. I love taking yoga with you. Oh, it's fun. It is really fun. And it's fun going to all those different studios. Yeah. We I miss the hot that. yoga. We, we used to do some, we did take some classes. Yeah, yeah. There was a period of time where I was super into yoga yeah. In the last five years, but um, do you think Madonna's pandemic, still taking yoga and doing yoga? I don't think so. No, I mean, <sighs> it's so much like and and it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I wish she would. 
it feels like her body could use it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to say that in a nice way. Well, I mean, my mom has been a dedicated yoga practitioner for, you know, 10 years now. And I'm convinced that she, you know, she, my mom's in her early seventies and she's in great shape yeah. because she stretches every day. And I do think that there's something about, there's kind of something about flexibility, um, both in spirit and body yeah. that yoga brings you. Well, I don't want to talk too much about today, Madonna, but I do think some flexibility could be good for her. <laughs> well, you know what she was inflexible about was the MTV Music Awards in 1998. Go on. She performs this, the only time it's ever performed in full, um, at the um, 1998 MTV Music Awards. She has her dark hair from the Nothing Really Matters video. She is ready to go. She is henna painted up. She's dressed in a in a in a Hindu shroud yes. and she and and the band do a full version of the song a full version fantastic beautiful yeah. Yeah. And I, I said this in our Ray of Light episode. I think the commitment to the performance of this song spoils the Ray of Light performance. <laughs> yeah. But that's another story. But um, And Lenny Kravitz isn't here yet. He no, hasn't no. arrived. No, it's just, is, yeah. Yeah, but this is like the performance to me made me think of like, it made me really feel like, oh, if she were performing, like, you know, sometimes if you've gone to yoga classes where there's somebody performing, which is always such a gift when yeah. somebody shows up and- A musician's there. Yeah, and, brings yeah. something and sings. Like, it felt like, that's what it felt like to me. Like, it felt like that organic and natural mm -hmm. and really beautiful. And I love that about the song. I think that the song is genuine. Um, and and very much very much attached to the rest of the record, yeah. and because you know, again, there are lots of demos and unreleased songs from this time, and I've listened to a lot of them, and there's not one where I'm like, oh, this should have been on the album yeah. instead of totally, you know. And there's totally. that great um, not uh, album B side has to be oh yeah that um, that was uh. written and was released, um, I believe, on the one of the Ray of Light International singles. 
and um, and it's it's a beautiful song. It's a very long kind of mystical meditative song. It's sad too, and it's sad and beautiful. There must be someone out there waiting for me. There has to be. Has to be. It's gorgeous, and I love it, but I'd rather a shtangi, a shanti shtangi. With a shanti. With a shanti, featuring a shanti. And Ja Rule. And Ja Rule on the album. <laughs> um, I agree. There are a couple things on this song that I really, really love, and I, I kept looking up and thinking. One, I, I'm wondering, like, is it a sample that's non-referenced? Um, like the ah, uh, doesn't that sound like a sample? To I you? think there are some samples in this that, but that, there's no listing of them. No, no, I love that, and I really, really, really love the flute. Oh my god, the flute! Yes, yes, it's so beautiful. So it's so good. beautiful, and 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 it's also something where the music is given its its space. Yeah, it's not just Madonna showing off. Look what I look all the things I learned to pronounce. It's like it's like it's all part of one big thing. Yeah, and I think that this this kind of it's again another breakdown of the pop conventions that has to be certainly has in in it that this song. And this record is trying to like push against, and um, and Madonna wanted thirteen tracks because thirteen is a lucky number in um, in Buddhism and stuff. So so that was why there are thirteen tracks. And I remember at the time being like, oh, what a wait! We we don't get another song song. But now I can't imagine Ray of Light without this song. Oh yeah, no, this song is essential. And I'm curious. I'm curious what other listeners think about the song. Yeah, because, I am curious too. I and mean, what it uh, means to them, and because so many people love this album, and it's such a passionate um, uh, one for for fans. What does Shanti mean in the in the context of that? Yeah, I, I know when I first heard this song on the album, I was like skeptical. But over time, this has become really like a, a, a favorite, like 
also moving from Sky Fits Heaven into this and then how this moves into, you know, what's to the come. final act and a half of the album. Yeah, it really sets this up. Because again, it's like she's sort of, the song is a fade out. Great fade out. Yeah, oh yeah. And it just feels like we're moving, we're moving from one place to another, you know, we're really like traveling. So traveling. Traveling. Till next time. <laughs> <laughs>